Chelsea, Michigan is one of those suburbs that often gets pushed under the rug, but lately there have been people flooding to this small town. So be sure to stick around as I touch on why that is and maybe why you shouldn't. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience Podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. Chelsea, Michigan is this little small town located about 16 miles west of Ann Arbor that's 3.67 square miles in size with a population of roughly 5,400 people. The city, which was a village up until 2004, creates that perfect balance of peaceful small town living but offers a lot of exciting activities and opportunity despite its cozy size. To help you get a better feel of Chelsea, I'm going to kick off the pros and cons to the wonderful city of Chelsea, Michigan. But before I do, if you're new here, my name is Andrew McManaman, a Michigan realtor helping people like you buy, sell, and invest in the wonderful state of Michigan. Michigan, so feel free to find my contact information in the description. I am happy to be your go-to resource. Kicking this list off with pro number one to living in this fine city of Chelsea, we have all of the events. I wanted to make this point a priority on the list because when we think of a small town, oftentimes there's the misconception that there's nothing to do and it's just a gas station and a park bench, but there's actually a lot to do inside of this little town that are worth noting. And I'll be sure to put a link in the description for their event calendar because it has to be one of the best ones I've ever seen. You know when you hop on Google and you're either going on vacation or passing through a town and you search up things to do in XY City and oftentimes it just brings up this event bright loadout that has maybe an event or two in the area and then the rest are miles and miles away. Or you go to the city website and the only thing on the calendar are city hall meetings that are boring. I know you can relate. Well, Chelsea has several events a day throughout the community and their annual events include the Sculpture Walk, Backyard Beer Garden, events at the Chelsea District Library, Chelsea Trail Challenge, shopping events, Sounds and Sights on Thursday nights, Sounds and Sights Festival, the Chelsea Community Fair, Hometown Halloween, and Hometown Holiday. There's just so many things to do, it's almost overwhelming. If someone from the city says they're bored, I don't think I could actually believe them. Moving along to pro number two for living in Chelsea, we have the community. As you can probably put together from the first pro I touched on, it takes a great sense of community to put on several amazing events throughout the year. And one thing you'll hear from current and past residents is every Friday night, the whole town piles into the football stadium and supports the home team. So if you're someone that is wishing they grew up in an older generation so you could have that small town football player and cheerleader love story, you'll find it right here in Chelsea, Michigan. You're welcome, and I'll give you my address for the wedding invite. So there's so many wonderful things to do in the city, and one core memory that I have in Chelsea is taking a school field trip to the one and only Jiffy Mix Factory, where we got a tour of the factory and learned about how all the mixes are made and even got sent home with quite a few boxes, actually. Another attraction that brought me to the city growing up was the Arctic Coliseum. I've been playing hockey since I was seven years old and we've had quite a few tournaments at this ice arena and I very much enjoyed it as a kid and I've played there a few times in my adult years too. Moving along to pro number three of living in Chelsea is the downtown area. Like I've said, it's small but effective. It's filled with several small local stores where residents and outsiders can support locally owned businesses and if we take a look at an aerial view of Chelsea, it's nicely laid out. Having Main Street be a direct vein going right through the middle, the Chelsea Hospital being almost dead center in the city so you were never too far away, just in case. There are several homes and subdivisions that branch off Main Street and have sidewalks so the walkability is 
perfect. And the historic downtown Chelsea Social District is also a nice touch to have too, which provides flexibility for restaurants and bars by allowing on and off site consumption of your favorite alcoholic beverages in the designated social district areas, which I will link in the description so you don't find yourself five margaritas deep stepping outside your boundaries. Within the district, there's the Grateful Crow, Jet's Pizza, Ugly Dog Distillery, and Zuzu's Cafe, who are the only ones permitted to do this. So drink responsibly, everyone. Stepping on over to the last pro I'll touch on, and that's the school district. This may be a controversial topic for an outsider looking in, but I think most Chelsea residents would agree that the schooling their children and them have received has been pretty exceptional. Maybe the school isn't ranked number one, but it really just comes back to the community. So many great relationships are developed in this small town, and that goes for the teacher-student relationships that result in a heavy extracurricular presence from the students. At the end of the day, education is as good as you make it, and if you have a rough or non-existent relationship with your teacher, you'll never feel comfortable enough to ask those questions to develop yourself and others around you. Think about how beneficial it is to be in a lecture hall of 100 people where the last thing the students want is to be there. So the lack of interaction decreases learning tenfold, and that's why I think little school districts like Chelsea are flourishing, even when internet rankings don't have them in the top 10 or 20. Now the moment that you've been waiting for, the not so good things about living in Chelsea, Michigan, starting off with con number one, the traditions. I think this con could definitely get some heat, but bear with me here. Everyone knows that small towns have traditions, a community culture, and a way of doing things. Just like our parents and parents' parents, they, they hate change. And some people might not like that aspect of a town, especially if you're someone who is proactive and always looking to make things better. But for those of you who enjoy the atmosphere and culture that a small town creates, then I don't really think you'll have any complaints here. It's like in movies when you see an outside family member visit their extended family in a small town and they ask why they do something and they respond, well, because it's tradition. Even if it seems goofy to you, it is what it is and you just, you just roll with it. Moving along to con number two, we have limited city offerings. Of course, the city offers events, a walkable downtown space, locally owned businesses, and so much more. But in comparison to other cities in Metro Detroit, there's not that variety that a lot of people are looking for when it comes to dining, shopping, and other entertainment options. They exist in this small town, but again, it comes down to variety. I think people have a good grasp on this aspect of a town and whether or not it is what they like or don't. Some people are completely content with supporting local businesses without having a lot of variety, but the products and services tend to be better in my opinion since they aren't mass produced and oftentimes made by hand. Everyone knows the best place to get a hamburger is probably that hole in a wall place called Hamburgers. Switching gears to con number three, we have the nightlife. This isn't Ann Arbor, Royal Oak, Ferndale, or Detroit when it comes to the nightlife scene, but it's also not the worst. Most restaurants and bars stay open until 10 p.m. during the week, and when Friday rolls around, that holds true, but there are a few bars that will stay open until midnight, so it has a little bit of a nightlife scene, but again, it comes down to variety. When most people think of nightlife, they're thinking, okay, I'm gonna go get food at this place, stop for a strawberry daiquiri at this place, then a Long Island iced tea at this place because they're known for it, then go to that place because the salt on the rim for their margaritas are the best. Then I'll end the night with a Moscow mule at this place because the cups are cool. I mean, it sounds like a full-blown headache in my opinion and a horrible morning to me, but again, 
variety. Last but not least, we have con number four, and that's the location. Similar to the Celine video I made, which I'll link in the description, the location consists of having Ann Arbor 20 or so minutes away, along with Jackson 28 minutes or so in the other direction, and that's about it. You'd be traveling an hour plus to get to Detroit, along with the several other little suburbs that have unique city offerings in Metro Detroit. Not the end of the world, but it's a complaint some current and past residents have about the city of Chelsea. I know what you might be thinking, why even complain about something like that? And there's a couple reasons for it. One, it can make the job commute a lot longer depending on where you work. And two, there's not too many other cons about living in Chelsea, and if there's something to note, this is it. Thank you as always for listening to my podcast. If you would follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on, I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.